It may not be at the top of the ticket, but key battles are being waged on many state ballots over the future of energy this year. As the influence of solar grows, that industry and the power companies are clashing. Both sides hope to tip the scales in their favor by spending big money to get the right regulators elected. Arizona is ground zero for this fight. For Inside Energy, Will Stone of KJZZ in Phoenix reports. After more than two months of waiting, Fred and Rhoda Schulman's solar system is about to start paying off. It's been on a couple of times this week, so we know it's putting stuff back on the grid. That happens when the rooftop panels on their home in the quiet community of Carefree, north of Phoenix, churn out excess power. The Schulmans will then get paid by the utility for those kilowatts at retail rates, what's known as net metering. If they stop doing that, then all those great numbers we crunched <laughs> won't be worth the paper we put them on. Like many utilities, Arizona Public Service, or APS, calls net metering a subsidy that shifts costs onto non-solar customers. And this tension is why solar customers are closely watching the usually sleepy race for the Arizona Corporation Commission, a powerful panel of regulators that oversees utilities and energy policy in the state. Not that it's been hard to miss, what with the kind of money being spent. I was actually really shocked. I mean, I didn't think that rose to the level of like mayors and governors. Indeed, both the solar industry and power companies know a lot's at stake this year in one of the country's top solar markets. And they'll represent Arizona taxpayers, not out-of-state special interests. Boyd Dunn, Bob Burns, Andy Tobin, Arizona's sustainable solar team. APS's parent company, Pinnacle West has spent more than $3 million to support the three Republicans in the race, their so-called sustainable solar team. Meanwhile, Solar City, one of the nation's largest rooftop solar leasing companies, has also thrown in about $3 million supporting their own solar team. Mundell and Burns are fighting to keep our electric bills low. They'll bring transparency and ethics back to the Corporation Commission and they'll work to keep 10,000 solar jobs. This isn't the first commission race with big money. In fact, much of this year's campaign talk has focused on exactly that issue. This cloud has been hanging over this commission. That's Commissioner Bob Burns, who's running for re-election at a recent Arizona PBS debate. It all starts with $3.2 million perceived to have been spent by a regulated utility to get people on the commission. Burns and others believe APS may have secretly funneled millions into the last election to help get its two choice candidates on the commission. Burns recently subpoenaed the utility for those records and in the process became the favorite of the solar industry, despite the utility's support of him. That's because the utility and its CEO, Don Brandt, would have even more trouble with the Democrats. Here's one of the candidates, Bill Mundell. Don Brandt and the other executives of APS have created a culture of corruption. Not so, says Matt Benson, a spokesperson for the pro-utility political action committee. The two Democrats in this race have truly disqualified themselves by by making such inflammatory and misleading statements. And some big decisions are on the horizon. APS has proposed dramatically lowering the rate for net metering and charging customers based on the hour of the month when they use the most energy, a rate scheme called a demand charge that's never been tried on so many residential customers. All of these debates are kind of on the cutting edge for how people are rethinking future rooftop solar policy. Corey Honeyman is with Green Tech Media Research. So in that sense, Arizona and this election really are 
important precedent centers for thinking about how rooftop solar policy could shake out. Arizona's not the only place fighting over energy this cycle. A Nevada ballot initiative would essentially deregulate the state's electricity market, while a proposed constitutional amendment in Florida, totally backed by utilities, aims at protecting non-solar customers from having to subsidize solar costs. Solar has blurred some of the traditional party lines that have existed within the GOP and the Democrats. Free enterprise and consumer choice can appeal to all sorts of political persuasions, says Honeyman. But this dynamic can also make figuring out who to vote for difficult. Remember the Shulmans? They're not paying attention to party. We checked out who was being funded by APS's Pin Pinnacle West Corporation or whatever that group is. We tried to vote for the people who were not being funded by them. <laughs> Indeed, one of the most influential voting blocks could be this growing coalition, the more than 40,000 APS solar customers, not to mention the 10,000 people whose jobs are tied to the industry. For Inside Energy, I'm Will Stone in Phoenix.